0: All right. Before we get started here on this week's episode of the Lakers Lounge, I should say this week's episodes, plural of the Lakers Lounge. Harrison and I uh, recorded a, a an episode that went into the Lakers. Those who those few Lakers who are blameless for this season, we had a blast with it as we normally do, and and it ran longer than than we thought it would. Uh, so what I did here is I split it up into two parts um, and. I made it two episodes here. Hope you check out both. The first part is solely a conversation um, about the, the blameless Lakers or those few Lakers who we considered blameless. Um, and then the second part is, uh, you know, a little wrap up of that conversation and then throwing it to this week's NF tweets um, where I explain those tweets that pissed off a whole bunch of people and why I either stand by them or would tweak them. And then make sure you stick around after that for this week's um, unfortunate situation um, in which Harrison uh, tells us about the time he recapped a game thoroughly concussed and bleeding. Um, And I laughed at him for the entirety of that story. So a lot of good stuff here on these two episodes of the Lakers Lounge this week. Make sure you check out both of them. Let's go ahead and throw to it.
1: It's like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Anthony Irwin. Like this guy here. His name is Fagan. Harrison Fagan.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined here by Harrison Fagan. Harrison, you and I are recording as the Lakers play their first game after the season has unofficially slash officially ended. The Lakers are currently going up against the Golden State Warriors. The first quarter just kicked off. So what I'm going to do just randomly, I'm just going to pepper you with situations that might arise over the course of the game, and you need to tell me whether or not... I'm I'm bullshitting you, or this actually happened?
1: Okay, yeah, I do not have the TV in front of me, so yeah. this should be gr- scintillating audio. I think it'll for work. Not live I, show, okay. I all right, I work. trust I you. I think it'll
0: work. I um, all right, what we're actually going to talk about while I pepper Harrison with uh, either real things that just happened um, or fake things that that didn't just happen. Um, what we're actually going to talk about here, since everybody is focused on who deserves the most blame and all of the postmortems are focusing on where this went wrong. Harrison and I are going to figure out who doesn't deserve blame. Who yeah, within, that's right. Who,
1: Anthony and I are steering directly left of every single national pod you've listened to this week that is like doing their ten, their hundredth. Is it LeBron James's fault of the yeah. season? You know, we are not doing that. We are looking, and we are looking for we have to build a team to see who can name more people that they feel like deserve literally zero blame for this Lakers season.
0: So Harrison and I are literally going to go back and forth until we run out of people, and we're like. And we're, we're going to keep it to people that you guys might know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we aren't, we aren't going to go to like, I don't know. Uh... Like Rob
1: Polinka's executive assistant, you know? Yeah. Like, like Alan, sure did a great T- Alan job. Tucker. I mean, I don't know the... what kind of job they did, but.
0: Alan Tucker, the IT manager. I'm not going to mention you.
1: I mean, yeah. I don't know. Did he, uh, did he like mess up some of, you know, the, the, the cap sheet stuff that just made that them... maybe, maybe he messed up their internal system and they thought they couldn't resign Alex Caruso. <laughs> Where is their
0: capologist? Where I gotta find this person while we're on it. It's Kurt, that's Kurt Rambis and his abacus. <laughs> uh, I see. All right, so Jesse Bus, director of scouting. Director... Oh, I thought you
1: were gonna say there was a bus child that was in charge of the cap. Oh,
0: was... like, there's yeah. a Sean Bus, he's yeah. a scout though. Um, Scout support and strategy coordinator. Nope. That's Moses Zapata. Uh,
1: Oh, here we go. Here we
0: go. Marshall Raider salary cap and CBA. Marshall, get at me. Come on this show. I want, I I just want to talk.
1: Come outside, man. I just want to talk. Random things from Larry Kuhn's CBA FAQ. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) 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 So we'll go ahead and get this thing started. Oh, also in the show, I have two nominees for NF tweets uh, this week, and Harrison says he has an unfortunate circumstance that you guys can laugh at as well. So loaded show as we get going here. Uh, the Lakers are off to a nine to three start here in Golden State. Am I bullshitting you, or am I am I being real?
1: No, I believe you. Lakers I are am. playing free. Yeah, that's what I thought. I Playtime. you know <laughs> no, look last game they started on like a nine two run. You know this yeah. team. It was 9-2, and then Clay Thompson
0: just made two free throws. Okay. So well, it's 9-4. You know,
1: this team freed from expectation, you know, can play well for a little while, and then they remember who they are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And Let's like go. Warriors, uh,
1: Steph. The fact that they're a 14-point favorite in this game without Steph is without hilarious. Steph. And you could play this clip if, uh, you know, if they end up losing by, like, 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or 15. Yeah. Just 15.
1: Yeah, just anywhere over fourteen points. I'm mm-hmm. I'm staking my life on it.
0: All right, just Uh like let's... your team
1: is at worst twelve points worse <laughs> than this Warriors team without Steph. Who's your first nominee? I'll let you go first. Okay, I appreciate the uh, gentlemanliness of mm-hmm. that. I'm 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 gonna go with uh you know I think a pretty easy number one overall draft pick, Austin Reeves. This is our sweet okay. our, our our sweet infant son. This is not his fault at all. He was, like, drafted. He was, he was not even drafted. He wasn't he brought drafted. In, brought in as a two-way player. Has, like, a nice t- show at. You know, honestly, maybe first red flag of the season should have been that Austin Reeves looked so good at the players-only minicamp. Like, yeah. was apparently just, like, locking dudes up. That they're like, <laughs> no, no, no. You got to get this guy a guaranteed contract. See, I think when, you know, LeBron and whoever else, the powers that be, called Rob about that, they probably were like, oh, man, Austin Reeves is, like, absolutely just, like, clamping Kendrick Nunn and THT like we got to get this guy on the roster full time and then it's like well actually you know Kendrick Nunn was apparently playing on one leg and THT you know did not get the season looking how people were hoping and, you know, Austin Reeves has look, is he faultless? No. Like, did he have a bad last couple games before getting benched by Frank Vogel? Yes. Like he, you know, he clearly had never played this many basketball games before kind of ran out of legs. His shot deserted him. But I, I think that if you're looking for people to blame for this season, I'm not sure how any reasonable person could come up with like, this is Austin Reeves's fault that this Lakers season went so badly.
0: All right, so I'm a little. All right, so I'm. I, I think we gotta we gotta figure out what we're doing here, because if you're saying blameless, right? Like I thought we were drafting people who don't hold any blame here for this season, yeah. whatsoever. I thought we were talking about blame
1: virgins, like, you yeah. know, you don't feel like Austin Reeves is like a blame virgin in this case. I mean, he played. I think what more was minutes? he supposed to? What was Austin Reeves supposed to do more of? Like reasonably, that's what I'm talking right. about. All
0: right. So he, he averaged 22.7 minutes a game this year. He, I think he's he, an
1: undrafted rookie and they have to, to save their season. That's not well, his fault.
0: Well, all right. But like, if you're, if you're talking about completely blameless, right. Wouldn't you have to go to somebody who just like didn't play this
1: year, like over no, somebody
0: who so. played a big role?
1: No, I don't, I don't think so at all. I I think that, you know, it's like, we wouldn't blame you if you were getting lit up out there because Frank Vogel played you 22 minutes a night because everyone else was terrible. You know, like true. Like that wouldn't be your fault. You're not an NBA player. And like Austin Reeves, like, you know, at least showed some spark. He was one of, I think the few bright spots of the season. Like I I do not blame any of this. I struggle to blame any of this on him.
0: All right. I'm mostly with you, but okay somebody who played as much as he did on a really bad team you heard it
1: here first austin reeves did not get rowing in the right direction you heard it from anthony no I, i'm just saying that like all right if a team is this bad and somebody he's one played of only it, two players with a positive plus minus that played more than like 200 minutes you yeah okay actually out of guys to play over 200 minutes do you want to know he's the, the only, only oh no it's the him only and Monk. three the only <laughs> three to have more than a a, a positive plus minus uh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay, so. yeah, it's, it's it's him, Monk, and Wenyun Gabriel, <laughs> and who knows that may change tonight. But yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But all right, again, I'm not saying that he was I actually. a positive. I'm not. I'm not okay. literally blaming him at all here. But okay. what I am saying is just like, as a general perspective, somebody who played as much as he did for a bad team means that he helped that team be bad, right?
1: Okay. I mean, sure. I just mean philosophically that yeah. you could not have expected any more of him. And I'm thinking like, more I'm just saying that's a different, sort of those are two different larger, conversations.
0: I'm like you're, you're talking like, about like you're counting expectations heading into the year. And I'm talking about like completely unblameless people. And I don't know that Austin Reeves would be my first pick because he played so much.
1: Okay, I, okay, that's fair. May, you can argue with the order of taking him. I thought that he was a very easy pick and that you were – I'm actually shocked at how difficult you're making this um, I, when I really shouldn't be. Um, you know, I, I guess basically my point is like I, I'm talking about who is blameless for yeah. the Lakers finding themselves in this yeah. situation. You know, like the reason neither of us I don't think are going to pick like LeBron earnestly in this is that, you know, however much of a say you feel like he had in building out this roster – Like he had some level of say, you know, did they do everything he wanted? Depending on how much you blame LeBron, maybe yes, maybe no. Um, But, you know, he had some level of approval and sign off over this roster. I don't think that Rob called Austin Reeves after the draft and was like, so what do you think about adding Kent Bazemore, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, I know you, 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 your fellow Arkansas buddy, Malik Monk, how do you feel about him? Bring him in. And then all of a sudden you're really crediting austin reeves for this season yeah um no like in general i i do actually agree with you that he is somebody who should get drafted i just don't know that i would have picked him first okay
1: so that's your issue is you would not have taken him number one i I just felt like there is no one on the planet with a shriveled up enough heart to be like austin reeves deserves some you're talking to me harrison uh, yeah literally with a shriveled up heart uh so right
0: yeah that's like, an actual medical condition so, i have yeah, my aortic infringes. valve
1: is literally shriveled up <laughs> i should have known Blanky all right so all right who, um, is, who is your no- who is your who are you taking
0: dj augustine
1: all right this is the first guy first that overall he was pick. on my board he was on my board
0: first overall pick for me uh showed up when the season was basically already over played decently i think like two expectations i thought since he showed up is probably the lakers best catch and shoot threat <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> probably oh, not is so great <laughs> um yeah i, I think uh, you know given the fact that he was on the team for you know a, a few weeks and uh, wasn't around I all right here's here's a hot take if dj augustine was on the team longer than he was i think the the season plate I, I think it adds like two or three wins to the season
1: see i don't know because teams really did start to figure out that they could you know <laughs> because he is like four foot six that yeah, they can help. attack him defensively mm-hmm. and so i feel like the shine would have worn off i like if dj augustine gets 20 more games i'm not sure he's getting drafted in this discussion yeah. um that's but, true that's probably yeah, I, true I agree with you in that, like, he would have been, he was on my board. I just, I, I do feel like he's one of those guys where, like, you know, the reverse of the Austin Reeves, where if he was getting 22 minutes a game for the entire season, I'm not sure that DJ Augustine would be getting, you know, we would be saying, DJ Augustine, this is not his fault at all.
0: Do you agree with drafting, me drafting him first, since I picked you apart as your as your fantasy GM Ability here, you know, because
1: this is so subjective and I'm just much more rational and reason than you. I just feel like I cannot personally attack that choice. as like, oh man, that's a massive reach, You know, I I feel like he's in the discussion. (laughs) I I think that's, I think that's a totally fine choice. I just think it's, it's so
0: funny. Like you mentioned a second ago when it came to winning Gabriel, Austin Reeves and Malik monk being the only players in the positive this year, right? And they all have characteristics that you would have to, that you and I would have said heading into an offseason, These are the kind of like things that you're looking for with role players, right? Yeah, a little bit of length, some athleticism, a little bit of youth, somebody some who's scoring like, ability. Yeah, so, so, solid defensive player who like you know that that player is going to be there. You know, kind of rotation in, rotation out. Uh, a point guard who can shoot right, and and teams care about shooting. And it's just so funny that like Augustine gets there. And Simply because defenses know, oh, we can't
1: let Simply that guy because shoot. He's like a worse play- version of the type of player they should have signed. Yeah. Like he is uh, instantly looks impactful. Right, right. And it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just it was so maddening over the it's course like, of the it's year. Stanley Johnson, it's the Stanley Exa- Johnson same thing. thing a little bit. It's like, it's same like thing. Stanley Johnson is not an amazing NBA player, but he looked amazing because the Lakers needed like a better version. He's like, he's the diet version of yeah. what they and and DJ Augustine is the same type of thing. Exactly. where he is, you know. Like they should have signed a point guard that could shoot and score a little bit, but not like one, you know, that is making the highest salary on the team and is literally the worst high volume three point shooter in NBA history.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And that's like, that's, that's the part that I'm always
0: going to take away from with this team and the way to do is put together is like so many of the issues here were very clearly predictable and so many things that they didn't seem to value were clearly things that they needed to value. And over the course of the season, as you just saw, like people, guys who were just okay at things that they needed to value, (laughs) like just not even good. Like just mediocre people or or, or players um, at at things that the Lakers should have been valuing showed up and you're like, wow. Oh, so that's what it would have looked like if the Lakers had one decent defensive wing. That's so crazy. Um, All right. Who's your second overall pick?
1: All right, second overall pick. You know, I am I'm gonna go with DeAndre Jordan. I'm just messing with him. <laughs> I didn't realize I was recording with Doc Rivers. <laughs> it's like yeah, Anthony, how can you blame him for? <laughs> uh no, with my uh with my second overall pick, uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Kendrick Nunn. He literally did not play this year. (laughs) This is not his fault. He got (laughs) hurt. Like he was not out there to make mistakes. You know, the Lakers, I I think most people still had Kendrick Nunn played would consider that a decent value contract. Like it's not his fault that he took a discount to come here and then got hurt and then had apparently the worst bone bruise in human history uh, that ruled him out for apparently it looks like it's going to be the entire season. So I'm going with Kendrick Nunn just because, you know, by your own argument. So I'm taking this Mm -hmm. because now I'm thinking that this might've been a guy that was on your board. Like he literally played zero minutes this year. I don't know how you can play. (laughs) Like he didn't make the Lakers offer him the mid-level exception, you know?
0: Um, all right. So I need to know how he got hurt.
1: (laughs) This you are such a hater. (laughs) unbelievable you're like all right well i need to know if it was a defensible injury ooh. like
0: all right Th- this is going to be pretty easy to call here but uh austin reeves was was just elbowed in the face real or fake
1: i'm going to say real because he went ooh first and then it's a it's you know, a
0: brutal elbow
1: it's austin reeves so
0: it's austin reeves again he thi- just thi- got this,
1: this kid level. is just got elbowed in the face in a meaningless game that does not matter <laughs> Like, I, I just don't know how you can... They're looking at it as a and, flagrant. Yeah. No,
0: I mean... um, <laughs> I, I, It might be a flagrant one, I think. Now, yeah. watching it again. Wiggins went up for a layup and extended his left arm directly. Oh, yeah. That, that back... Man, it looks worse from that angle. Might yeah, actually I mean, be flagrant, too.
1: Like, unless... Unless on the on the none thing, like unless you're just under the impression that he just like did not try to come back, like I yeah. feel like he tried to come back. So if you have any blame, it's for his like knee. Like I don't, that's that well, doesn't feel right. like his fault to me.
0: I guess I guess this is tough because if we aren't holding injuries against people, then like would Ariza be on your list? Because he got surgery.
1: Yeah, and and it,
0: like like even Frank said before the game tonight that that derailed his season that he was I trying mean, to play catch up.
1: I don't totally blame Trevor Ariza for this. I I blame people for thinking that he was way better than he like was yeah. ever going to be. Um, well, and this is I don't know it. that again. I don't know that I was going to take him, but yeah. yeah, just because he did play and he was yeah. bad, and he's like all right.
0: Know. I guess I guess I can't hold Kendrick Nunn n- blameless here. Um, even by my own rules, I can't make him blameless here, seeing as he is one of five players on the roster who are making more than the minimum. And he, they got literally nothing for him.
1: So what are you, you're, you're calling him soft. Like he didn't, he didn't come back. Is this, is this just your new thing? Just anyone that gets hurt. Right. is Soft injuries <laughs> are a state of mind. Exactly. Preview so, event of nf Look
0: I'm, I'm, I'm recording this podcast through a broken rib. So, you know, get Did on you my level. Kendrick. Break your rib. No, I don't know. It, oh,
1: feels, okay. yeah. it feels like it it's so bad. <laughs> And you should oh. maybe get that checked out we have a pretty good health plan like it's not i don't i, don't, I feel like this is a solvable issue
0: yeah it's true
1: um all right but but yeah
0: i i guess i guess i you know i understand where you're coming from given that the, like the i gave highest you a...
1: plus minus on the team <laughs> <laughs> fat zero right there
0: kendrick what was your net impact on the team none perfect
1: that was <laughs> you just do the r- yeah, rim shots. R- yeah. yeah. So I,
0: I yeah I I can't say he's blameless because all right. Here's my thing, and this is something that like you and I have talked about away from the pod, and off the record of, of quite a bit. Um, and this isn't a a specific
1: guaranteed contract shouldn't exist, or you're keeping that pot that take off. The I was I record. was trying okay. to you yeah. Know, you were I keeping know. that one for slack. All
0: right. Yeah. I, I was. Look,
1: Anthony just said, look, you do a job to make money. That I am it. a.
0: I am a victim of a multi-year guaranteed contract in Kirk Cousins as a Vikings fan. And I'm telling you right now, that man should not have guaranteed money. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so Kendrick Nunn though, and, and I don't know if this is, uh, this, this definitely isn't a clutch specific thing here. But what I am gonna say though, is that Nunn out all year with some ambiguous bone bruise. And for whatever reason, the Lakers never even considered, uh, you know, just considering him out for the year, shutting him down.
1: They and... still have it. That's, that's, right. that's crazy. Frank right. Vogel was like, that's a good question. Like, I don't. That
0: was that's one of my favorite quotes of the year. Whoever, so, whoever
1: gave Frank the medical updates to the point where like, he doesn't understand why Kendrick Nunn is not shut down for the year. And like, this is the guy we're asking and is supposed to have an idea. Yeah. You know, right. they're on the blame list.
0: So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they will not be spoken about on yeah, the show, they,
1: they will not be drafted. That Kendrick but, uh, Frank Vogel's medical update person, that not blameless, not yeah. getting drafted.
0: And now we know how we know how LeBron and Ad have handled their own injury statuses, stat I, um, over the course of their Lakers 10 years, where yeah,
1: for Chris Haynes, uh, oh. <laughs>
0: And, and uh, you know, so that's that's three clutch people here. And now look, like part of part of the sample size is, is kind of uh, tainted here because we have so much experience with clutch specifically. Yeah. But uh, Ben Simmons out all year with Philly, actually going to arbitration over that um, with the Philadelphia 76ers. And then when he got traded, uh, apparently somehow hurt his back to the point where he needed an epidural and he might not be able to play at all all year. Um and again, I'd like, I'm just naming clutch. There are other players for other agencies who are Kawhi Leonard, for example, is incredibly protective over his, over his, uh, injury information. Zion Williamson, who I spoke to, um, who, who I, who we, we covered on a, on a previous pod last Jake. week or so, uh, Jake, thank you. Uh, Madison, where, where, uh, apparently, you know, that situation there where Zion and his family don't want his, Uh, injury information out there because they're concerned it makes them look soft so like this is something that the nba at large needs to deal with and the only reason i'm bringing this up in regards to to kendrick Nunn and clutch is because the lakers have such a deeply rooted relationship with clutch and i think clutch and the lakers and all of these agencies and their teams need to get on on a better on better footing here when it comes to um at, even if it isn't public releasing of the injury information, but just so that teams can plan accordingly. Just so that if Frank somebody, isn't
1: saying, hey, that's a good question that why we haven't shut. Yeah, like
0: somehow yeah. I think your coach should probably know a little bit more about a player's
1: injury availability, you know, and, and so like, is this. Maybe is, that's what, maybe that's what like the Lakers and Clutch actually bonded over was they're like, oh man, you love nebulous injury updates too. Like, <laughs> right, right. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think. Um,
0: is this something that I'm going to blame Kendrick Nunn specifically for? Absolutely not. Obviously not. Cause it might be, it might be an agency wide thing. It might be, you know, a just later a general thing approach. Too.
1: They don't like it's a later very thing too. Very much information on injuries. Like that, that is, that is a thing going back well before clutch. Took wait,
0: over. That's, that's a great point. And so, but I, I, you know, I guess it's hard for me to hold somebody completely blameless with an injury that by the way, Harrison, how long were you and I talking about him not being available for the for the season? Like, when did that conversation start with you and me? December. Like it was early.
1: I I went back and I looked, and it was December. I was the first time I wrote it in an article. That any yeah. time, like the lake at this point, like any Kendrick Nunn is like a bonus and right. not an expectation. And then
0: and, and you know and that's and that's when you first wrote it. But you and I talking about it privately and you and I talking about it on podcasts and stuff like that. Like the way that they talked like, about
1: it was so weird and so different from like right. any, indri- like it was clear that they were trying to not let us know something. But that's, right. again, that's not Kendrick Nunn's fault.
0: Right. And, and I'm not holding him specifically accountable for that. But what I will say, though, is that like, you know, I I, I don't see how you just are not available all year and there not be any real update on it so that the team can plan around you. So I I don't know who to blame necessarily for it, but I, it's hard for me to keep Kendrick Nunn completely blameless. I don't know. I don't know. It's great podcasting, right? Me just sitting here yeah. saying, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who is your second pick? Anthony? All right,
0: my second pick here. My second pick on the season, Shondi Brown Jr. <laughs> uh- <laughs> A fair pick. I cannot argue with it. <laughs> for the for look, the guy was basically a two way player at some point and didn't really do much um, for the Lakers. He's actually, or
1: he, he's contributing to the South Bay Lakers playoff run right now. So
0: yeah. Um. But yeah, it's hard to it's hard to really say anything about a player that we hardly saw at all. He played in two games, and averaged ten point three minutes per game in those games, um, and had a net rating of negative. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa.
1: Let me get this straight all right so you're you're dinging me for austin reeves over mm-hmm. like he's played too many minutes then you're mm-hmm. dinging me for kendrick nunn he didn't play any minutes at all and he saw for not coming back from his injury that was uh-huh. your words not mine um uh-huh. and
0: <laughs> uh, i i just said uh-huh because i was nodding along i did uh, not agree you agreed. with
1: <laughs> yeah no that was that was what you said um and but the people heard it they could check the recording <laughs> son and, of a bitch and uh and then but then you're like, okay, this two-way player that like wasn't good when they played, he's blameless. I'm just saying I'm just pointing out the flaws in your own logic. I I'm by by my by the things that I have tried to espouse over the mm-hmm. course of this whole podcast, Chandi Brown would I, I honestly did not have him on my list because I forgot he was here. Uh but it's my point. Exactly. <laughs> so I agree i'm just not sure if you would if i had picked him but you just also love being a contrarian so
0: i mean I, no i like i like criticizing and giving you a hard time okay like Fair that's enough. just uh but no I, I i if you would have picked him i would have said fine <laughs> it's not it's impossible look i am pretty good i think at this stage of my career at coming up with takes i have no shawnee brown take <laughs> Yeah. I have, I have not a single thing to say about Shawnee Brown. Oh
1: man. Um, and- Re- remember remember in the preseason when he looked like a revelation? And it's like, oh man, this guy's gotta make the roster. Look at how hard he plays. Again. Yeah. Should have been a red flag in retrospect, probably. <laughs>
0: probably. One 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 of these he was days. What's the we original probably- Stanley Johnson? All right, I'm gonna jot this down as as potential podcast topic. Um, the red flags that we should have that we yeah. probably should
1: have t- taken note yeah. of over the course of the season. Like, Damn, Isaiah Thomas looks like a really good scorer out there. Like, <laughs> uh oh,
0: man, OKC looked really good coming back from 20. Like,
1: oh man, the Lakers just aren't taking OKC seriously twice in a week. <laughs> super embarrassing loss how do they follow that up super yeah. embarrassing well, loss. Yeah, they're gonna, when, <laughs> when we've had three embarrassing losses against the grizzlies like maybe that's not a good sign yeah uh, right
0: um all right so uh who's your who's your next pick after uh so you so far have austin reeves and who's your other one uh my other one was oh Nick kendrick nunn.
1: nunn okay i think people are gonna disagree on that one
0: yeah um
1: and then i have uh, you have, uh, you have Chandi Brown and you have, uh, DJ Augustine.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think people right. are, are
1: on my side so far. All right. I am, uh, I, I am going to go with Wenyan Gabriel. I feel like again in the Austin yeah. Reed's mold. You know, came in in, and in the DJ Augustine, more Augustine, honestly came in as a two way player has done nothing but hustle is far from a perfect player, but I do not blame him for how badly this has gone and he has played for the roster. So he fits the qualifications for this exercise. I mean, we'll see what he looks like against the Warriors tonight, but that doesn't really change my stance that you know this is not his fault and again he was in the he was in the three positive plus minus guys uh of the season to play over 200 minutes that i looked up this morning so he he is in that club with austin reeves feel like this is a solid pick now how are you gonna how is contrarian anthony gonna go against it
0: no i actually really agree with this one okay i I, he should have been your first pick um (laughs) no i i think so look he is the highest uh net rated Laker who has played over 200 minutes, right? 3.3 net rating on the season. Um, I, I, I don't have anything to add as far as like why I consider him blameless. Uh, the Lakers did waive Trevor Ariza earlier today. And I kind of figured they would be doing so in order to maybe sign Gabriel to a one and one type deal for the like for the remainder of the year. And then some kind of a team option next year. That's the direction I would have gone in and, and um, I didn't think that was going to be that controversial of a, sta- a take, but um, my boy, our boy, Aaron, uh, seemed to to kind of disagree, and it seems like the Lakers are going to use that spot, that, that 15th roster spot, as kind of a, a turnstile for the remainder of the year for guys to come in and, and get looks.
1: Oh, I thought that you were going to—you said turnstile, and so I thought that you meant like Mello was going to play there too. No, no, it, it's actually
0: Mellow and, and Russell Westbrook are going to take up an extra— <laughs>
1: Yeah, in <laughs> extra spot. splitting the extra. Uh, the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if the Lakers at the end of the season kept a roster spot open so they could divvy up like more payments to. Oh no, that's if you're under the salary floor, so they can't yeah. do that. Yeah, they're not yeah. gonna get there. But um, yeah, I mean, I honestly, Frank said that they're gonna call somebody up, and he didn't have a name yet. Maybe the name will drop by the time this podcast. I'm actually sort of like. I mean, look, if you got to play a bunch of guys, you're going to shut a bunch of guys down, presumably. May as well throw someone out there, see what they look like, take the evaluation opportunity, and then you still can sign Wenyan to that extra deal if you need to. You know, you still have like a week left to do this and two games, or not a week left, but two games left to do this process, you know. Like try someone else out. I, I think that that's a totally defensible way to hit yeah. go
0: about. I'm it. not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and, and get upset over it. Uh, Gabriel is a good pick. I. It's I also agree like Gabriel.
1: The... You know, again, Frank mentioned this. Like they want to see him play without fouling. Like I think that again, this is a good evaluation opportunity for him to decide if you want to like assign him to that. You know, basically for this year and next year on a team option.
0: I'm gonna go. My next pick is going to be. Hmm. I'm going to go an organizational pick. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with the 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 scouting department, like the the, All the right. college scouting department. I think of everybody that we're going to talk about, they deserve actually the least amount of blame. Um, yeah. They did find Austin Reeves, so did technically help the Lakers, which is not yeah. something you can say about anybody. Well,
1: not anybody. according to you. Austin Reeves could have done more. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I mean, you're kind of, you're arguing against yourself.
0: What we... I was I'm curious. Do you think Austin
1: Reeves should not play in the in summer league? I don't unlike you, I cannot work up a particularly strong take on this. <laughs> I I don't think that he needs to, but I also like, you know, again, Josh Hart came back and played a second year and like he was about the level of rookie season that like uh, Austin had. Yeah. I think he'll probably play just to kind of solidify himself, but um I like if he if the Lakers didn't have him play, I wouldn't be like you know, up in arms, ready to protest outside Staples Center about it. Like, I think he probably should play, but I, I I don't feel super strongly.
0: I think I would write like a strongly worded letter, but I don't think I would
1: protest. Or a strongly it. worded tweet you yeah. wouldn't lead another protest
0: i just don't understand how like an un- undrafted rookie wouldn't want to play more yeah, basketball yeah I, I think he
1: probably will i mean caruso played and yeah. he played less his uh or he played less during his rookie season than austin did but i, yeah. I think that you know there there's a history of two of two second year players with about austin's level of experience austin also just seems
0: like austin just seems like a like somebody who really enjoys playing basketball so Coach like i done. could see him just going out there and playing like i i could just like i was about to call him a hooper and and I real Hooper Twitter would have been livid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, my 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 third pick here is the Lakers uh, scouting department, and uh, look basically since rob Polinka has taken over they haven't had any draft picks to work with so like they, the lakers didn't even buy a draft are we pick not though.
1: blaming them for tht or is he the front office now because he was like a solid rookie well no once, they once him. okay yeah no I, th- I think they
0: did a good job finding him in the draft it wasn't their fault that they overpaid the guy and well then, also
1: that they assigned him to such a short contract to begin it. yeah okay right that's fair
0: yeah so so yeah that's that's my that's my third pick honestly probably should have been my first I'm gonna I'm gonna knock myself here. They probably should have been my first overall pick. The yeah, hey, look, first overall you know, if pick. If you
1: probably. if you end up getting the best player with your third pick, hey, that's still you know you still both got of us. Him. It's Round three is looking it's good like for us. Wainian is you know, a good nuggets, pick for you. And the Nuggets picked guys over Nikola Jokic, like, but they yeah. still kept him around. You know that's still it still worked out for him that they found yeah. him.
0: Yeah, kept him to it. Look, I just I just I was able to draft the scouting department. And pay them less because they aren't defer- they aren't on the first round pay scale.
1: Yeah, you got them on a decent you got them on a decent deal. You got them <laughs> a third rounder on NFL like scale salary.
0: Yeah, um, all right, yeah, your fourth uh, pick.
1: You know, this isn't a pick that I feel super passionate about, but I'm going to go Mason Jones. Like again, two-way player uh, went out there, you know, by your Chandy Brown rules and your takes, like, you know, didn't get a ton of run, but also like did not put this mess together. And so I'm going to go with, and like did not play enough to like significantly impact it one way or another. So I'm going to go with uh Chandy Brown or sorry, uh,
0: Mason Jones. All right. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get, we can just get those kinds of players out of the way here. Right. So like Jay Huff, It will be my next pick. Yeah, you can. And then you, do you
1: want, do you want Seku Dumbaya? Dumbaya? Uh. Dumbaya? I mean, I feel like he's not good, so I don't really want to draft him. But. Um, Oh, by the way, in the Lakers Warriors
0: game, true or false, the Lakers finished the first quarter up.
1: I'm going to go false. True. Oh, okay. Well, you know, hey, I'm batting two for three yeah look,
0: like you're a hall of famer in baseball um yeah so so yeah i all right so i'm just gonna take jay huff you took you took mason jones um yeah so other wait, players available here hold on hold on
1: it's my okay. pick you know i'm gonna go with isaiah thomas i i think again came in did he was what he was asked to for 10 days this is not his fault isaiah thomas i disagree can actually can one of us pick a rotation player is the real challenge. Here well that's that we're, we're going to start three, getting
0: yeah. there. It's going to it's going to yeah. start getting there. Isaiah Thomas though minus 11.4 net rating over those 10 days. <laughs> Prop You're holding that. You're saying that guy has no blame here. While the while right, the season turn, like, okay, still matters. you
1: argued me down. I'm taking Isaiah Thomas off my team. I <laughs> will I am I'm repicking. I'm going to go you know, I'm going to go Stanley Johnson. We we He's sort of come up a couple times yeah. during this discussion. I mm-hmm. think he's nice. To, he was on my board. Like, I think I was trying to see if I could sneak in another pick before him that I thought maybe you, you know. You're like, welcome, he, dude. I, I was going to yeah.
0: take him next. No, but, no, no. But, I yeah. think
1: this is fair. I think if we can make a an argument against the other one, because we're trying to see who can pick more of them. Yeah. I think you argued me down. I don't think that, that was a fair pick. You're right. Um, Because he, he was bad. Uh, yeah. but other than that one Did I technically just Denver win World?
0: the game? Because you you, you, you know, you just you just pick somebody who wasn't blameless. I think I just want, no,
1: no, no, no. Cause we're seeing who can pick more. <laughs> yeah. So, I, know, I, know, I know. Yeah. All right. So I'm going with Stanley Johnson. I don't think that I really need to make a, a really long case for, for him. I, I think, you know, again, the fact that he looks so good hometown story, gave us some warm fuzzies and a season that didn't have a whole lot of them. You know, how could you not like the guy that is coming out there? Like they send him out to the wolves of all people after like basically the playoff eliminating loss. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, no, we're not right. throwing in the towel. We're all paid to play for the Lakers. Like we're going to have some pride. I promise you that no one is going out trying to lose. Well, Stanley, I believe that you, um, <laughs> yeah,
0: it, I think that, that that wasn't even the first time that he was asked to go out there and speak.
1: Yeah, he's been thrown to the wolves a couple times. Like, let's see if <laughs> Stanley Johnson can go out there and lighten the mood, and you know, just get everybody <laughs> kind of well, like, you know, instead of sending Russ out to yell at everyone first, let's send Stanley out. Just kind of, it's like an intro yeah. act for a comic. Right? Like, hey, I'm right. just gonna, <laughs> you know, get the audience warmed up, loosen yeah. them up for you.
0: Yeah, he's he's the uh he's the opener at the improv who you know just eh, makes a couple jokes about the people in the front yeah, row
1: he's mark gonzalez you know like it's, yeah. it yeah yeah
0: um
1: all right my my next pick then um Jamario jones two rotation players i feel like i you know get a little bit of an extra like bump for that
0: i mean i guess um all right Jamario jones is my next pick <laughs> uh I thought it was super weird that they signed him to like a 10-day back when the t- half the team had covid and he still what wasn't did he able play? to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, did he play?
0: He played in two he games like in average I think, right? Yeah, average 7.4 minutes in those two games. Um <laughs> was a minus 38 in those minutes, but I think they were all garbage minutes. I yeah, think like I, I, all of his minutes were at the end of games. I good
1: conscience. Blame maybe the most positive NBA player on the planet that I've ever encountered in Jamario Jones for this. This is not his fault. You I was know, really excited to work. have
0: him back. Cause I, I thought like yeah. his kind of physicality and, and some wing athleticism and those things, but yeah, for whatever like, reason, know, he just like, couldn't there's get a reason
1: get he hasn't been in the NBA. Like, you know, he's just
0: also true. But like that was still at a time where, where Frank was still adamant about like playing the vets and, yeah. it, and the Lakers had so few vets, then they still got more minutes over him. Um, I think it was kind of a mistake the way that they handled that situation, but
1: one again, of like exactly. He hasn't, yeah, that's Gotten fair. up and like you know played anywhere else. I I feel like it's hard, you know. Among well, but the like things, to but, criticize like even, the Lakers even, front office for. I'm not sure we have to like you know get down that low to be. Yeah. Well, like, like oh, I, I guess kept-
0: I guess, but if you're if you're comparing him to other situations and not being able to 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 flourish in other situations. Almost no situations in in the it's NBA where enough. there were so so yeah. few wings, and for some reason the Lakers were just still adamantly against playing wing uh, wings with some athleticism at that stage of the season. I, again, like is it is it something that like I'm I'm gonna add to my list of like uh, in my postmortem? mortem? Not Probably gonna be not, on the first page. It,
1: it was it was no. it was just
0: certainly like a, it was a weird situation the way they handled that.
1: Yeah, Jamario Jones is in your manifesto. He's just like page three or so.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah honorable mentions in the
1: <laughs> in the manifesto uh
0: honorable manifesto <laughs>
1: yeah. um all right who am i gonna go with now you know i'm gonna go kent baysmore i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh i oh man i'm this like is, looking up and down the roster this, it, it's getting tough now we have it is we're in the end game now mm-hmm. um You know, oh, man. All right. Who were, uh, where, where was, uh, I'm going to go Rajon Rondo, you know, because hmm. look, Rondo was not great, but while we're talking about red flags, you know, Sabrina and Raj mentioned this on yesterday's pod. It was really good. And Rondo kind of sniffing out this team and just being like, yeah, I don't need to be here. This is not <laughs> a winning situation. I want to go to the Cavs. Yeah, And, like, they phrased it as Rondo wants to play minute. But, honestly, Rondo, Rondo, his positives and blamelessness outweighs the negatives to me. Because, look, we know he didn't put together the roster. He wasn't in the group chat, like, organizing this. Mm-hmm. Because he was not on the team and didn't end up getting cut by the Grizzlies until, like, training camp, I think. Or it was pretty yeah. close to it. And so, he didn't assemble the roster. He, We know Rondo did not make the culture worse. Like, Rondo probably was trying to fight to make the culture better. And yeah. eventually is like, these guys are clowns. I would like to go to Cleveland. Yeah. You know, again, look Rondo Canary in the coal mine MVP, possibly for I, I uh anybody who I guess butts heads with
0: Russell Westbrook over the course of the season, good in my book.
1: Like yeah, anybody Rondo, who Rondo anybody who, who, who right did not like yeah, anybody who did not like Russell's not.
0: approach. Yeah
1: and went to Cleveland like LeBron tried to do it at mid season. You know, he tried Mm -hmm. to do it. He's like, damn that. What you know what Rondo did? That seems pretty sick. I'm going to see if I can, you know, get my way into that. And it turned out it's like, Nope, actually you're really good at basketball. So we're not willing to just let you go.
0: My next pick Aaron Larsoul. (laughs) Here's my, here's my reasoning for Aaron, Aaron, uh, was staunchly against the Russell Westbrook trade, told people that that would be a mistake. Um, yeah. A, uh, has, I think, you could make the argument, been one of the most forward-facing Lakers people all year. Yeah. Coming on my show on the hook, talk, doing spaces. Talk more,
1: talk more than anyone, but Frank, probably.
0: I would say so. And and in all of those circumstances, was very forthright and honest in, in how things are going down. In all of those things, um, I, I think of people who did their job. And then in terms of like his actual job, he has told me that like if his job is to show up and help get people drunk and have them have a good time at
1: Lakers games, sounds like he did that job really well. He's so probably had to be like LeBron level playmaking this year just to keep that yeah. going, like just to get people drunk enough to still enjoy a Lakers game.
0: Got you know? got Darren Collison to finally show yeah. up. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> is
1: Darren Collison on the list? <laughs> He might, drafted yeah, he might him. He might be. I, I, honestly, he was so bad that I can't, in good conscience, draft yeah. him. Like, and his his not joining was the impetus for playoff Rondo. And you know, just it, retrospect two years later, I'm still like, you know, he would have been a bad choice. So I'm like yeah. retroactively dinging him. So yeah, that. Aaron uh, Aaron
0: Aaron Larsoul is my pick.
1: I I cannot argue with it. It's yeah. a, you know, honestly, he wasn't on my board. But that's an that is an uh, that is an out of the box pick. That mm-hmm. you know, I can't argue with it. I like it.
0: This is me, uh, this is me, this is me operating in the margins, Lakers. Take notes.
1: <laughs> in the spirit of outside of the box picks, Linda Ramis. no, I'm just <laughs> we've heard that she's not responsible for basketball decisions, Anthony. So
0: That's a good point. That's a
1: good point. Uh no, I am going to go with uh with Lou Dank's cap hold, you know, again.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't have maybe- made much difference if it wasn't there.
1: Yeah, you know, and look, Lual Deng's cap again, same plus minus as Kendrick Nunn, so I think you gotta <laughs> you gotta give it credit for that. Like Lual Deng cap hold went out there and did its job of being a cap hold.
0: Yeah, just Zane, not allowing Zane, the if you're Lakers listening. to sign
1: more bad players. Um, yeah, you know, it's just.
0: I, I want to I want to put a poll together. Who had a better season, Lual Deng or Kendrick Nunn? And just to see, just to see what the response is to that the next uh SB Nation reacts poll can we do that one yeah can we, can we make that the poll um no good pick here's my here's my one my my one counter argument to to Waldang's uh um, yeah i was
1: gonna say i have a devil's advocate hold. argument but i'm still keeping my pick
0: all right here's the thing if Waldang's cap hold isn't there that means the luxury taxes wouldn't have mattered as much in the decision for Alex Caruso. So yeah. you know, I hard to hard to say he's blameless But again, it's here. like,
1: it, it's like the, is it everyone's on the roster's fault for being signed? Like late day, the yeah. Lakers offered him a max contract and he probably almost passed out. That's not his fault, you know? <laughs> like it's not j- it's not, you know, Rob Pelinka was the one that stretched Walding instead of just letting him play out his contract. Maybe you know, a playable like small ball for during that year that ended up being lost anyway, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, look, there's, there's not much you can really say here when it comes to, when it comes to, Caphole
1: did not ask to be on the team this long, you know, it's
0: the wall. missed Should've fewer wide open shots. than. they than wanted, we they know wanted cap
1: space to go get Paul George and then not sign him So, you know, yeah.
0: Um, I, I think I'm out of players at this stage. Uh, I guess, I guess, you know what? Yeah, I'm out. You're out? I'm out of people.
1: All right, I got, I got one more. Okay. Pete Zayas.
0: Man, you're going to make me, you're going to make me knock Pete, huh?
1: (laughs) You know, videos (laughs) haven't been that good this year. One podcast, (laughs) falling off a little
0: um now nah, I, I i like it i'm just it
1: just honestly, depends on, I on just how, needed how much they to spend have on. him here just so we could have graphic and like pete zayas was on it like that's yeah. honestly my biggest argument for it like just so that he could respond like umfers on sir uh <laughs> yeah put him on pete zayas should go ahead and say was blameless for this season you know what i I got to say, you
0: know, as, as somebody who, who knows and, and loves Pete and all that stuff, not blameless in my book. Not blameless. Here's my thing. He's the film room guy. He's the guy who, who who's chopping all the stuff up. He should have watched
1: the up. tape and he should have been frantically emailing Rob Palenka. Stop. Every chance he got.
0: Every chance no, he got. No, I mean, look. No. To
1: be fair to Pete, <laughs> he only watches the tape after they make the move. You know, it's like he—he yeah. he doesn't get. You know, he's not in the front office like deciding what they're gonna do. Like he just tries to figure out, okay, can this work afterwards?
0: Yeah. Um. All right. I, that, that's a that's a fair pick. Is there anybody else here that I can pick? Am I allowed to say? Can I say? Can I say?
1: and he wanted to sign AC and he never wanted Russ and it's not the 37-year-old almost scoring champions fault that uh they were had this bad supporting cast put around them by the mm-hmm. dastardly blinka
0: you know with- I'm going to say Malik Monk. Can I say
1: Malik Monk? Ah, uh, I mean the defense rotations disagree with that. I mean I I think totally fair pick. Like he's he's a
0: he's a minimum guy You know, was probably the Lakers' best shooter start to finish over the course of the season.
1: Big games. I'm not sure that he's like, he's probably been miscast. Like, he's the most borderline of the rotation guys where they could really end up in each. Like, he has not shown up to play every night. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I think it's, I think it's, I think this is an okay range for Malik Monk.
0: Russell Westbrook just got a tee from the sideline. True or
1: false? I'm gonna say false there's no way there's about the season enough all right i gotta see i, I
0: gotta see if they're actually shooting no all right he didn't get a t but there was a moment where he was going back and forth with a ref, and i thought maybe he got a t <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> which would be actually he, he would have been suspended would he be oh. i think he would have been suspended if he got a t that's amazing